Hey, teacher friend, you are listening to episode 45 of the Teacher Time podcast. This episode is all about a topic that often makes teachers' stress levels rise at just the mention of them report cards. Don't freak out though, because in this episode, I am sharing the report card comment hacks that you can use now or whenever you need to write report cards. And this time, it won't be quite as stressful as before because you'll have my top teacher hacks in your pocket to help save you time. Welcome to the Teacher Time Podcast, a space where teachers are empowered to take control of their prep time so they can enjoy their time off guilt-free. You know how teachers are always working long hours? Here, we're changing that norm together by tackling your biggest productivity questions and planning challenges. I'm your host, Stephanie Polovchik, kindergarten teacher, toddler mama, and your very own productivity mentor. I know what it takes to get your important tasks done so you can consistently work your scheduled hours as a teacher, and I'm sharing it all with you here. In this community, we believe that you can be an effective teacher without sacrificing your free time. So let's ditch that constant cycle of overwhelm for teacher time strategies that work. Why? Because your time matters. Hello, hello, teacher friends. Welcome to another episode. This week's episode is all about report card comment hacks that will save you time. And so I want to know, how long does it take you to write report card comments? You can actually like send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. I'm really curious. And actually, here's an even better question to go along with that. How long do you want it to take you? My guess is that if you're listening to this episode, you want it to take less time. I don't know about you, but I have spent too many years feeling extra stressed during report card season. It was something that I could almost anticipate every quarter that my stress levels would rise. I would have weeks where I just felt a little more chaotic, I guess, a little more overwhelmed than usual. And it was always aligned with when report cards were due. It's like this looming sense of dread knowing that I have to accurately represent my students on one piece of paper with grades that honestly don't give the full picture of a student and their capabilities and comments where I'm trying my best to give a true picture of my students and their understanding of concepts that we've learned. While also expressing that like these grades are not the end-all be-all. And so I feel like it's just a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. That's the point I'm trying to make here. And um, it can it can feel like a lot of pressure, I guess, to just to get them just right. But if I'm being honest, I do think that we as teachers put too much pressure on ourselves to write the perfect report card comments when in actuality there is no such thing as a perfect report card comment. Let me say that again. There is no such thing as a perfect report card comment. However, it is possible to make the process of writing report card comments less stressful. So put me on record here. I am saying this. Report cards don't have to be stressful. So in this episode, I want to walk you through my top tips for getting 
report card comments done in a way that is less time consuming and, of course, less stressful because these tips will give you a process instead of this pressure to make them perfect. And if you are one of those teachers who can instantly feel their blood pressure rise when they know that they're going to be writing report cards because you know it's going to mean staying up way later than you want to or staying extra long at work when you really don't want to do that, please know that I totally get it because I have been in your shoes before and the steps that I'm going to share with you are ones that I have allowed that have allowed report cards to be just another thing. So there's something much less stressful now because I know how I'm going to approach them each quarter. It's like it's almost predictable. And so my hope for this episode is that you'll walk away knowing how you're going to approach them the next time that you have to sit down and write those report card comments too. I also want you to stick with me until the end here because I do have a free resource that I'm going to share with you in a little bit. And this free resource is going to give you actual helpful wording and phrases that you can plug and play into your own report card comments. So I think that's going to save you tons of time and stress thinking about what kinds of words you should use um, given different situations. All right, so let's jump into these report card comment hacks. And so I am going to be sharing three tips that will help you write your report card comments with ease and in less time really is the goal or really just like without so much stress. I want you to feel prepared to get started, prepared knowing what to expect to write your report card comments so it doesn't feel like it's all just piling up all at once. So let's jump in. The first tip I want to share with you is to always start positive. And I know this really is a rule of thumb when it comes to report cards. You have likely heard this tip before, but I'm not sharing it because I think you don't know to start positive. I'm sharing it for another reason. It's because when you know how you're going to start each comment, that actually takes a bit of decision making out of it for you because sometimes the hardest part is just getting started. So what I want you to do is I want you to brainstorm a couple of sentence starters that have to do with a student's effort or their personal characteristics. And of course, they are more positive in nature. So I mean, of course, we want to do this for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's just best practice to start on a positive note, right? I always think like, what would I want the, to read about my child on a report card? And more specifically, what would I want the first thing that I read to be on a report card? Because we all know that in that report card comment, we do have to give an accurate representation of student academic achievement and behavior, which can mean addressing some areas of need. So it's important that we still reflect the positives of that student. And there's always something positive that you can say about each and every student in your class. So this really is just the best practice to begin any comment um, to make sure that you are starting positive. But also, I want you to remember that this is how you're always going to start your report card comments so that that can just kind of get the ball rolling for you. And like I said, I want you to brainstorm a couple of sentence starters that you can use 
whatever for different quarters. You can trade out for different students. So here's an example, though. So an example of how you might start a report card comment is name is a kind and respectful student. And that can always be like your go-to, and then you can swap out the adjectives based on the student that you're talking about. Um, but I like to start with something really simple like that. So-and-so has been a kind and respectful student. Okay, so next tip I want to share, because I don't, I don't know about you, but I do feel like sometimes report cards sneak up on us. So after you're done listening to this episode, go ahead and check the date that your report cards are due by. And I want you to plan out when you are going to get your comments and report cards done. I want you to plan this out intentionally and ahead of time. So think about, um, okay, if your report card comments are due on a Friday, you know you're going to need to get grading done first, then you're going to want to get those report cards done. So if you know that's your steps, grades, then report cards, then you can map out what days you are going to input grades on and what days you are going to write comments on. You should also think about how long is it going to take me to get grades inputted into my report card system and how long is it going to take me to get report card comments written. If you're not totally positive, just make a little guesstimate and then um, keep track of that the next time you do it, though, so that going into the next year, I guess, depending on when you're listening to this episode, you'll know how long, about how long it takes you to write report card comments. Hopefully, we're going to speed that process up for you, though, by the end of this episode with these tips. Okay, so two, I've got two little like action steps for you so far. Let's just recap them really quick. Um, so that first one was to brainstorm some sentence starters for how you're going to start your report card comments. And then that second one was take a look at when your next report cards are due and map out when you're going to be inputting grades and writing comments along with about how long each of those are going to take you. Hey, teacher friend, I am briefly interrupting this episode to tell you about a free report card comment guide that I have available to you. I know it can be really hard to find the right words when you are writing comments for your students, and it may cause you to end up staying super late at work or waking up stressed in the middle of the night because you know you need to get them done, but you're not sure how to write report card comments in less time. This resource is going to help you do that because inside this free guide, you're going to get my no stress formula for writing report cards, plus phrases that you can plug and play into your own comments. Go to the link in the show notes to download it now. Okay, my final tip for writing report card comments in less time with less stress might be my favorite. And that is to keep a comment bank for each quarter and for specific behaviors or areas of need that you know come up year after year. This has literally been everything when it comes to my consistency and time it takes to write report card comments. I 
highly recommend keeping some sort of comment bank for each quarter and having specific phrases at your fingertips that you can use when you do get stuck on how to word something because it will happen. It happens to all of us. I personally keep a comments bank with a template for each quarter's report card. So I've got quarters one, two, three, and four and a template for each quarter that I can just copy and paste and then personalize. Overall, the comment templates for each quarter look pretty similar with just a few adjustments depending on what we're learning and just like how the year progresses. So I I have these templates saved for myself, but then I also keep a Google document for each quarter where I draft each student's report card comments and then copy and paste it into our report card system. And I do this for a few reasons, and I recommend that you do as well. Um, But the first reason why I do this is, first of all, in my experience, report card systems do not always save. And I have absolutely ended up writing report card comments and then having them not get saved, completely deleted. And then I've wasted hours of my time and effort and I just have to go back and write them again. So that's super frustrating. But the other reason I do this is because I like to be able to look back and see what I wrote for each student during the previous quarter. And I like to be able to do this quickly because again, in my experience, report card comment systems, report card systems rather, have not always been like the easiest to navigate. So um, I also do this so that I can quickly look back and see what I wrote for each student during the previous quarter. And that way I can make sure that I'm addressing everything that needs to be addressed as that year goes on. This is also helpful when we get into a new school year because I can look back at the previous year and see whatever I wrote for students when they had like a specific area of need. So if I know I had a student one year who was struggling with a certain phonics skill, I can look back at their report card comments, see how I wrote and addressed that in their comment and use that to help guide my comment writing in the current year. So if you do not have a comment bank, then that is something that you absolutely need to have. And I am going to be linking a couple of things for you in the show notes. One is that free comment guide for you, but I'm also going to link a blog post called Elementary Report Card Comments You Can Use Right Now. And in that blog post, I walk you through different comments that you could add to a comment bank. Um, The other resource that I'm going to link for you is a comment bank resource, like an actual resource in my TPT store that you can take these done-for-you templates and use those, customize them to your liking. I just got a whole bunch of resources to help you with that in there. So I'm going to link to that as well if you are interested. Yeah, so you've got a couple of resources for you, free free guide, blog post, and then a done-for-you comment templates download in my TPT store. So you can pull that out at report card time. 
All right. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you heard a tip that's going to be helpful for you the next time you sit down to write report cards. Really quickly, let's let's do a quick recap of those tips. So because I know we shared a lot in this episode. First one was to always start positive. And we know, yes, this is like a good rule of thumb, but we also want to do this because it gives us a starting point for our comments. The action step for that tip was for you to go ahead and brainstorm a couple of sentence starters that you can use to start report card comments. The second one was to plan out when you are going to get your comments done and your gradings done for your report cards. And you can do this by just checking when that report card comment, report card due date is, excuse me, um, and just kind of mapping that out from there. And then finally, make sure you're keeping a comment bank for each quarter where you have templates for each quarter of the year and maybe a couple of specific statements to help with different areas of need that you might need to address. All right. Thank you again for listening today. I hope that you find these tips and the resources that I've linked here helpful. So go check out those resources. I will link to the blog post, the free download, um, and the comment templates in the show notes. I cannot wait for next week. I just have to add this in here at the end. I cannot wait for next week. Next week, we start our end of the year series. So I am going to be sharing tons of tips to help you end the year strong. And again, of course, with less stress. So be sure to tune in. I'm going to have some fun things going on during that series. Thanks so much for being here. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what we talked about here and want to connect further, you can find everything you need on my website, www.teachinglittleleaders.com. And if you loved this episode in particular, share it with your teacher friends by taking a screenshot and posting to Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at teachinglittleleaders so I can see it and reshare. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a fabulous week.